Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Girly Homesteader podcast. Today is November 1st and that means that I'm talking about my goals for the month of November and also giving you just some updates around uh, what's going on around here. So I will say that this is probably going to be a shorter episode um, just because I'm trying to keep the months of November and December a little bit lighter in terms of homestead to-dos just because those are busy months for everyone. And um, yeah, I just want to make sure that I have enough time to do the things that I need to do well and not be like super, super you know, rushed. So anyways, today might be a little bit shorter episode, but um, say stay tuned to hear my goals for the month of November. Hello and welcome to season two of the Girly Homesteader podcast. I'm your host, Laura, a girly homesteader living in Xenia, Ohio with my husband, chickens, bees, and garden. This is my second year homesteading, and in 2023, I am hoping to hone some of the skills I learned in 2022, specifically in the garden and kitchen. This podcast is meant to be a bridge between nature-centered homesteading and the more girly aspects of being a woman, like non-toxic skincare, makeup, and hair care. So if you're looking for a lifestyle podcast that also talks about random aspects of homestead life, like dirty chicken feet, being attacked by bees, monthly garden goals, food preservation ideas, and sourdough that doesn't always rise, you're in the right place and you've found a girlfriend in homesteading. Right. So before I get into my goals for the month, I want to share just some updates around our homestead here. So October, um, if you listen to last week's episode, October was definitely a stressful month um, for my husband because of work. And so that translated into my life, obviously. And we really didn't get the chance um, to enjoy the outside very much. Um, Outdoor chores kind of got like pushed to the side a little bit. Um, the day that I'm recording this episode, um, it is still October, and who knows, we might be able to get some of these final tasks uh, finished before the end of the month, but I'm not sure. In the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter, just as long as they get completed. Um, October was cold. And then it got very warm <laughs> right now. Um, it is super warm. It's like going to be a high of mid 70s today. And uh, that means that hunting is kind of wonky. <laughs> um, the deer don't like it when it's warm. So we have not gotten any deer yet. Um, we've definitely seen a lot of deer. We've had a couple exciting hunts, but I'm hoping that this weekend going into November and the weekend of Halloween, I'm hoping that we can get some hunting in and maybe get a deer because actually just this morning, I went to pull some venison, ground venison, out of the deep freezer, and I pulled out my last two packs. So that's a little uh, nerve-wracking. <laughs> um, we always do not grind enough venison. Um, I'll be honest with you, I think my favorite way to eat it is probably ground uh, into burgers or into meatloaf or pasta sauce or something like that. It's just very easy to use, and I never grind enough of it. So the deer that we get this year, I'm going to make sure that I grind enough of it. So I'm really hoping we get a deer soon. <laughs> um, but in terms of weather, it's been kind of funky here. Um, it's actually been 
wet these past like week-ish and a half or so. And so that means that I actually have not gotten any leaf shredding done. Um, actually, as I'm recording this, I'm looking out on my back deck and it's covered in leaves, but it was raining this morning and so the leaves are wet and you cannot shred leaves when they are wet. It just gums up the shredder. It doesn't really go well. And of course you don't want to store them wet because then they'll get moldy and icky. So in terms of shredding leaves, uh, we really just are going to have to work with the weather. Um, I was looking at my notes from last year and we started shredding leaves on October 28th. I am recording this episode on the 27th, so I'm still like on schedule to be shredding leaves, um, but definitely the beginning of November is going to be major leaf shredding time. So that will be one of my goals, but I will I will get there. So more updates around here. Um, as I said, we've kind of been slacking on outdoor chores just because of the stress and the busyness that we have had going on. Um, in terms of the chickens, I am getting fewer eggs, I guess, by the day. I've had my first zero egg day. <laughs> um, none of my little girls have started laying yet. At least I don't think so. Um, I am hoping that we get some new layers <laughs> before the end of the year. But we'll see. I've been doing a pretty good job of stockpiling eggs. Um, but yeah, <laughs> none of the little girls are laying as of right now. My rooster is still around. <laughs> he is still kicking. Um, he has started to try to mate with the girls. And uh, it's not as traumatizing to me <laughs> as it was last year with our rooster. Um, so far, he still seems to be relatively nice. Um, he is crowing constantly and he seems to be a little bit scared of me, uh, that he doesn't like me so much. He seems to like my husband. Um, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, he is relatively nice as far as I can tell. Like when you hold him, he's calm. He's really not like freaking out or anything. Now, does he like to be caught? No, but once you catch him, he seems to be okay. Um, so I don't know, as of right now, he's still alive. As of right now, I'm still hoping that we can keep him. Um, in terms of the garden, there are peas growing. I still have my tomatoes out there because we honestly, it's been a very warm October. Uh, we have had one barely there frost and, and then it got warm. So I still have tomatoes that are green and fine out on my tomato plants outside. I have pulled pretty much all of my peppers just because it is not warm enough really for them to ripen. Um, I still have tons of greens. My last plantings of greens, they are starting to pop up. I am hoping that I get some lettuces by the time our Persephone period hits. Um, the Persephone period is when you start to get less than 10 hours of sunlight in a day. And for us, that'll be around mid-November. So I'm hoping that in these next couple weeks, my greens can grow and get bigger. That way we can have more lettuce in our salads because right now our salad greens are kind of down to like mustards and arugula mostly, which are fine. We like those, but uh, it is always nice to have lettuce. Um, in terms of the bees, I did finally process all of our honey. <laughs> finally. Um, I didn't weigh it out, but we got a decent amount and I sold some to just some local people around here, like my clients, and uh, we should have enough honey to last us throughout the next year. So really, that's it in terms of updates. As I said, October was a rough month. We didn't get as much 
completed as we wanted to. Um, but November should be a great month. Um, we get to celebrate our anniversary. We get to celebrate my husband's birthday and then also Thanksgiving. So because of that, that's why my to-do list is just a little bit less. So after the break, I will get into my to-dos for the month of November. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Girly Homestead Planner, the last garden planner and journal you'll ever need. I created this planner to be unlike any of the other homestead planners out there because honestly, nothing else could do what I wanted it to do and none of them were pretty. This one is organized in three different ways to help you get the most production out of your space. The first section is a yearly overview with space to plan out overarching homestead goals, specific monthly goals, a preservation tracker, and even a whole year bird's eye view of the garden. The planner is then divided and color-coded into the four seasons, with each season having a space to consolidate notes from last year, map the garden, plan your plantings and successions, track your seed starting, track soil health and amendments, write down seasonal meals, inventory your seeds, summarize the season, and more. Each season is then broken down into months with summary pages, day-by-day -day tracking, harvest tracking, and egg production pages. This planner is 152 beautiful full-color pages complete with tabs to keep you organized. Plus, you can choose your binding method, either three-hole punched and ready for a binder, or disc-bound punched and ready for your own binding discs. This allows you full customization of organization, whether you want to see only one season at a time, all the seasons together, or even keep last year's notes right alongside so you can compare. This planner is $34, but as a listener of the podcast, you can get 15% off when you use the code podcast at checkout. Get yours now with the link in the show notes and be the most prepared you've ever been for next season. So most of the goals for the month of November are kind of garden related, uh, but honestly, not much is outside. <laughs> Pretty much the only thing that I need to do outside is I need to plant my garlic. So I mentioned this a little bit in my October goals, um, but last year I planted my garlic mid-October, like I was quote unquote supposed to, and my garlic ended up sprouting in November and I was not happy about it. Now, did it really ruin my harvest this year? No, I still got good garlic, um, but I did purposely want to wait later in the year this year because I didn't want to have that happen. And I'm very glad that I did that because as I said at the beginning of the episode, it's like 70 some degrees today and we will probably have those random days in November. So I'm thinking that I will be planting garlic probably um, early November maybe. Uh, probably that first full week of November. We'll, we'll see. Right now, my garlic bed is prepped. My onion area is prepped too. And so the way that I have it set up is we tilled a four by 20 foot section at the edge of our fenced in garden. So this is on the outside of the garden. And what I have done to prep it is I've just been throwing chicken poop in there and whatnot. <laughs> and then my husband tilled it in and then I covered it with chicken feed bags, which are made out of paper from Grubbly Farms. Those will eventually decompose, but as of right now, they're just acting like a landscape fabric in a way, like a weed fabric. 
Now I did leave about a foot wide section open um, and that is where I am going to be planting my garlic. So everything is ready to go. I'll just have to do it one of these, I don't know, one of these days. As of right now, the weather is looking like Halloween. So the day before this episode comes out, it's going to get really cold, like down into the mid 20s. And so I'm hoping that that is cold enough that I can, you know, well, I hope that it's cold enough that it means that it's a good time for me to plant, but also not so cold that the ground is frozen. Um, I mean, one or two days at 25 degrees outside isn't going to really ruin the soil uh, because the ground is so warm right now because, again, it is like 75 almost outside. So I will be planting my garlic this month. Um, the other thing that I want to do in terms of the garden this month is to harvest horseradish. I mentioned this, I think, last month. Actually, no, I didn't. But anyways, harvesting horseradish. I planted horseradish in the spring in a pot, in a very deep pot. And you harvest horseradish in October or November. I push it off to November. <laughs> and um, I will be harvesting that. And I will, of course, be saving some that I can plant next spring. My plans with the horseradish are not necessarily to do like the typical prepared horseradish. I'm actually thinking about making like a horseradish powder with it. Um, I, I don't know. I'll have to do a little bit more research on that. But apparently uh, harvesting the horseradish is pretty darn simple. You just dig up your plant, save some more for the next year, and then you process the horseradish root and then that's it. Um, the next thing that I want to do in the garden outside is just to continue with, um, overwintering my herbs and strawberries because it has been so warm here in October and so mild, my strawberries are still green. And so they are not ready to be put in our shed just yet. Same thing with my herbs, um, in my green stock vertical planter, that's where I have my strawberries, but I also have another one. And that's where I have my hardy herbs like thyme and oregano and what I would like to do is take one of each of those and bring them inside and then the rest of them I think I'm going to try to overwinter and let them go dormant in the green stock and then just set them outside in the spring and see what happens that's my hope at least so I can at least have one of each inside that I can save um I also want to start getting into my indoor growing so I'm a big fan of growing sprouts and I want to get back into that because I think it's a very just nice way to get some easy fresh greens because, um, you know, once winter comes, it's really cold and you don't always want to go outside. Um, and so by having greens, just at least sprouts that are growing inside, it's just a nice way to get some good vitamins uh, without having to go in the cold. <laughs> so I want to start that process back up again. And then I also want to do some more research on microgreens growing. Um, I do have my arrow gardens and I do have a decent amount of them. I have a collection by now. An arrow garden does have a specific attachment for their grow decks that is for growing microgreens. And I want to do some more research on that and see if that is something that I want to purchase or I want to figure out if I can convert another growing system that I have that was gifted to be my one of my clients. I want to see if I can convert that into a soil system and then I could maybe start growing some herb microgreens like dill and cilantro. I have not found a good way to grow those indoors uh, where they actually taste like what they're supposed to taste like. And so I'm thinking that maybe if I try 
uh, this other system, I'll be able to get that to work. But I really don't even know the brand name of this thing, so I really can't speak too much about it right now. And I haven't even tried it. So if it goes well, then I will talk about it. But I really wanna try, or I really wanna start my indoor growing systems in November. The other thing that is related to the garden that I wanna do is to order my new raised bed. I've talked about this a few times on the podcast. We have a very warm, actually west-facing side of our house, which normally you would think you wouldn't want to plant anything there. But during the summer, it gets a lot of sun, and because it's right up on our house, it stays nice and warm. We were originally planning to get two raised beds to put in that area, but what we realized, though, is that fall, like when the sun starts to change, um, that space doesn't get very much sun in the afternoon at all. And so we're thinking it could still be a good option for early season planting and maybe to get a head start on getting tomatoes. So instead of getting two raised beds there, we're just going to do one just to kind of trial it. And so I would like to get those during Black Friday sales. <laughs> so that is something that I want to purchase in the month of November, but that'll be at the end once, um, once we get through Thanksgiving and get into those holiday sales. The last thing that is garden-ish related, actually there's two more, three more, <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So uh, one thing is just going through my seeds. Uh, I want to do a seed inventory and that is honestly just so I can know what I have on hand for indoor growing throughout the winter. And then the other thing that I want to do is I want to make sure that my onion seedling and like onion seed starting setup is going to work. Um, I was very fortunate in the fact that my in-laws, they found like a huge stash of um, grow lights at a like yard sale sort of thing and they got them for me and I'm very, very thankful. So I honestly, though, I haven't tried them yet. So I want to make sure that everything works and I want to get the trays and everything set up. Not that I'm going to be starting onions in November, but I will. that will be the first thing that I am starting. And so I just want to make sure that I have everything set up and ready to go. The other thing that goes into that too is I need to start collecting toilet paper and paper towel tubes. <laughs> um, this is how I started seeds in the past before I got into the Arrow Garden. So not this current year, but the year before. I was cutting toilet paper tubes into like shorter rings and I would pack in my, um, my seed starting mix. And because I'm going to be growing mass amounts of onions, hopefully, <laughs> uh, at least starting mass amounts of onions, I'm thinking that this toilet paper tube idea will be helpful um, because I really don't want to fill up all of my arrow gardens with onions because I just think it will be not really worth, uh, not really worth the time because apparently starting onion seeds is relatively easy. So I'm thinking, you know, starting them in my little toilet paper tubes, uh, it should work out very well. So I just want to make sure that that is um, all set up. The last thing I think <laughs> for the garden that I need to do is to winterize my rain barrels. Um, we definitely going to be getting, we definitely are going to be getting into cold, cold temperatures. Um, but the way that our rain barrels are set up is that in theory, there is no spot in the whole system that is like totally sealed off. So like we don't really have to worry about pipes bursting or hoses bursting or anything. Um, but eventually in November, it is going to get so cold that we don't need the water running. And so um, I'll have to winterize the rain barrels. Luckily for us, that is a relatively easy system. My husband did some PVC plumbing 
and he has it in one piece that all we have to do is unscrew some unions and the whole thing pops off and drain the rain barrels out. So it really shouldn't be a huge issue. Uh, but yeah, that is the last thing for the garden that I want to do in November. The other goals that I have for November go into food preservation. Um, I was wanting to save canning my pizza sauce uh, until like December or maybe even January, but I realized that I used my last little uh, ice cube tray of frozen pizza sauce that I made earlier in this year, and so that means that I'm out. And so I have about three pizzas left. We each eat we eat one every week, and so that means I have about three weeks <laughs> to get this tomato sauce canning done. So I want to do that. And then the last thing on my list for the month of November is to make apple chips and also preserve some apples. So if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen my picture of our uh, Granny Smith apple tree. When we moved into our property about five years ago now, one of the trees on there uh, on it was a huge overgrown, extremely overgrown apple tree. And we didn't know what type of apples they were. We knew that they were pretty darn tart, uh, but they always got this kind of sooty blight on them. And for the past five years, my husband has been trying his best to hack it down and prune it because it was so overgrown. And he's been doing a great job of it. And this year, we finally got some apples that we are proud of. So... Last weekend, we harvested a bunch of apples, and they taste great, and apparently the sooty blight stuff, it just rubs right off, scrubs off, and so what I would like to do is try to make apple chips. I have a dehydrator, so this should be a relatively easy process, but then I also think that I want to can some... Um, uh, some apple pie filling or apple crisp filling with the extras. So yeah, I'm going to do a little bit of canning in November, but I'm really going to save my jam making probably until January because I still have jam from last year <laughs> down in my pantry. So it's not something that I'm out of as of right now. So really, I'm just going to take care of pizza sauce and then these apples. That way I can preserve them and make sure that they um, that they stay usable. So yeah, that is it for the month of November. Just to do a quick run through here. Mostly everything is related to the garden. I'm going to be planting my garlic. I'm going to order that raised bed at the end of the uh, at the end of the month once we get into Black Friday sales. I'm going to start growing some sprouts indoors and I'm going to do a little bit more research on the concept of growing microgreens and see how that goes. I'm going to make apple chips. I'm going to make sure that I have all of my supplies for onion seed setup or seed starting setup. I need to harvest my horseradish and process that. I need to process pizza sauce with my frozen Roma tomatoes. I need to winterize my rain barrels and then go through my seed inventory. That way I know what I have on hand already that I can grow throughout the winter indoors and um, order more seeds if I need to. So that is it for today and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Girly Homesteader podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you want to share more in my journey, follow me on Instagram at the Girly Homesteader. <laughs>